0: There's still time to catch some great films at the New Zealand International Film Festival. Here's one, Rock Hudson, one of the biggest heartthrobs of the 50s and 60s from the golden age of Hollywood. The Rock was an icon. He was by far the biggest star in Hollywood.
1: Not only did women say, that's the man I want to marry...
0: Many men said, that's the man I'd like to be. (laughs) Classic. Well, that was a clip from the trailer of a new documentary about him almost 40 years after his death. It's called Rock Hudson, All That Heaven Allowed. Director Stephen Kayak, who's worked with David Bowie and made films about Scott Walker and the Rolling Stones and the Backstreet Boys, amongst many others, joins us now from Los Angeles. Hi there, Stephen. Hello, how's it going? Good, Phil. Very privileged to have you on the show. Thank you for your time. Los Angeles must be feeling a bit weird at the moment, is it, with everything going on in terms of industrial action?
1: Uh, yeah, well, you know, the documentary sector is uh, so far uh, quite protected from all the strike actions, but we, of course, stand with our friends in the guilds. Hope it resolves soon.
0: Uh, tell us about this documentary. I mean, you've made a lot. How, how long have you been wanting to make one about the life of Rock Hudson?
1: Well, you know, my uh, producing partners brought it to my attention. They had developed it. So it was sort of uh, just, it just came at the right time. You know, I hadn't actually really thought about it or him. Uh, but, you know, having moved through a lot of music projects and and then I started really uh, looking into some more stories in the LGBTQ space, trying to look for projects that maybe had a little more social impact. Um, this was a great opportunity to just, do a little bit of both entertain people with this great story of classic hollywood and sort of reposition rock i think in the firmament of the great stars of his day um and tell a story that had a real you know social impact given uh, what happened in 1985 uh when he died and it was revealed that he wasn't just a gay man but he had aids and it really shifted the cultural conversation not just here uh, in the States, but really internationally. It was a really crucial moment.
0: How big was he? I mean, lots of uh, people listening will remember him on screen, but for those who don't, um, how big a star was Rock Hudson?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, he was he was the biggest. I mean, you know, he was like a Tom Cruise figure. He was he towered over everybody. He was a hugely romantic lead. He played in action. He was in melodramas. Uh, you name it, from the 50s and 60s. And then, of course, you know, he had a string of successful comedies. Big, big hits with uh, his co-star Doris Day and then Gino Lola uh, Excuse me. The late Gina Lola Brigida and him made a couple great movies. Um, you know, he made over 65-something uh, feature films and then was very popular in TV in the 70s. So the man really uh, towered over several decades of entertainment.
0: And I was going to say a tough time to be gay. In fact, probably any time leading up to about uh, twenty or thirty years ago was a tough time to be gay in the Western world. Um, he kept his sexuality a secret. He certainly did. Um, yeah, you just couldn't come out back then, especially
1: if you were that high profile and you were making that much money for the studio. He was a contract player for Universal, and you know they they really they protected him he was one of their biggest assets um but even like the notion of coming out wasn't it, people just didn't consider it you know especially if you were famous there was no benefit at that time this was very much we're talking pre-stonewall you mm. know these are in the days of the uh of joseph mccarthy the red scare the lavender scare when gay people were aligned with communism and hunted down and blacklisted and revealed in the paper and bars would be raided and i mean it's a whole history of that kind of you know pre-liberation uh life but on the flip side you know he was well protected he had fame he had uh, wealth and was very well liked and lived quite openly within hollywood i think a lot of uh gay and lesbian people in the industry and in fact in most aspects of life lived relatively open secrets um which is a slight contradiction from what we might have assumed, but mm. uh, he certainly did.
0: How hard was it for you to piece that side of his life together, given that it was, uh, if an open secret, still a secret, presumably not much on the official record?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's it's so long ago now. You know, there's so much research and some great books, some very dishy, fun reads. Um And a fantastic new biography called All That Heaven Allows uh, by Mark Griffin, who's a fantastic author, who uh, was sort of like our consultant on the project. And we benefited greatly from his research. And he had talked to everybody. And we really what we did in the film is kind of construct the heart of it out of interviews with a group of gay men who were in his life, either a lover or a friend or a a wingman or a co-star, you know, that stretch from those. Days in the fifties, all the way through to the other side of the AIDS crisis. So you really get this kind of generational portrait that gives you a really intimate look, um, not just at you know a mid-century gay life, but at his life and you know his friendships and his social world. In fact, uh, one of the prize interviews is a man named Lee Garlington, who uh, him and Rock were boyfriends in about the early sixties, around nineteen sixty-three, and him and his husband now live in the South Island of new zealand <laughs> they escaped they escaped when trump got in the first time and wow and decamped so yeah we, we the, our interview with them is at their home down in the south
0: island was right nice. fantastic and, and not the only new yeah. zealand connection i understand one of your producers is a new zealander
1: that's correct caroline uh, jurians uh hails from uh, napier and then of course moved to auckland when she was uh 16 I think she's finally become a, a U.S. citizen, although when <laughs> looking at the political landscape, I was, wasn't was sure if she 100% wanted to go through with it. But uh, mm-hmm. she did, and we're glad she's here. Uh, yeah, we've worked together on a number of films, uh, just fantastic. And apparently, lots of family and friends have come out to see the film. So big shout out to all the Carolines uh, pals. Yeah. Um, we're we're here this. We're here, just hearing the screenings have been going great.
0: And back to Rock Hudson for people who, you know, although many people in Hollywood knew the truth about him, I think for most filmgoers and most people around the world, this was quite a surprise to hear um, in 1984 or 1985, rather, he shared the news that he'd been diagnosed with AIDS. There was a lot for people to take in. First that he was gay. Than that he had AIDS, and then that he died all a very short space of time. But it sounds like talking to you that you feel maybe his legacy is a, a greater understanding or, or perhaps a greater acceptance of gay men?
1: A hundred percent. I mean, the thing is, you know, it, it was a bombshell. People don't quite understand or remember, you know, how, how it was back in 85. We are still very early in the AIDS crisis. You know, there's not a lot of information there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of confusion about what it even is, how you get it. It's completely confined to, you know, it is it is assumed to be just a disease that strikes gay men, drug users. It's very subcultural, um, and there's a huge stigma placed upon it and on gay people. Um, it was a really horrible time. Um, so to have him, even if he, you know, we're not really even sure how in charge or in control of the narrative he was at that time, because he was quite sick. But the fact that it became known did a huge amount of good in in pushing the conversation about it into the mainstream you know because this is somebody you know he was just such a beloved figure um you couldn't get a more you know perfect example or a a representation right of virile heterosexual masculinity romantic the room the ultimate romantic lead you know and it was devastating for a lot of people. It was absolutely a complete shock. I mean, you've got to think like the news. There was a press conference in Paris that was headline news around the world. Within hours of uh, it being announced that Rock Hudson had AIDS, it was huge. Um, and then the other positive effects it really had was on the early days of, of fundraising for you know for research for um, AIDS services. Really, it impacted on a local level. You know um, and. Again, whether or not he was really aware of it, it really did start to turn the tide, you know. Money he left from his estate went to found AMFAR, the American Foundation for AIDS Research, that Liz, Elizabeth Taylor ended up spearheading. So, you know, it, whether he knew it or not, he was really a catalyst for, for major change. Granted, it took a long time for things to turn around. You know, even heading into the 90s, it was still, uh, it was still an uphill battle.
0: What's next for you now, Stephen? Good question. Um packing go on a holiday
1: myself actually. Um <laughs> we got some new projects kind of uh, on the boil but nothing to really chat about at the moment. We'll of course let you know and hopefully bring them down when they're ready.
0: Nice one. Good to talk to you. Thanks so much. Well done on the film. Thank you very much. Stephen Kayak who is uh director of the new rock hudson documentary Rock Hudson All That Heaven Allowed documentary showing in the New Zealand International Film Festival